dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. Doing well. I guess I am. Yes. Yes, sir. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting through the week, you know, the usual stuff. And I may want to get together with my grandsons, I think, and run some supers. I think I want to try Vigilante City. It seems like a lot of fun. And you can do a lot with it. As long as you don't throw too much at me, I'm fine. So (laughs) I know that sounds kind of simplistic, but at my age, the days of trying to compile champion stats or other stats and things like that are long gone. So, which is funny because I really like Savage Worlds right now, and that can get a little a little granular, but fortunately, you know, if you can keep if you can keep a handle on the extras, I think you're fine. Anyway, that's not what I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about guys like me. So, anybody else wants to listen, fine. But I want to talk about guys like me who have a ton of gaming stuff. I know there's people out there worse than me, but we're going to talk about that right after this. All right. I have at least 12 big plastic storage bins of games. I don't keep them all here. Most of them are in the garage. I do have a butcher block table with two shelves in it, plus a foldable bookcase over there. I have one, two, three, four shelves in it, shelves in it. That has about three, three shelves and a few miscellaneous ones on the bottom there. But I'm getting to the point where my collecting has just slowed down to a crawl. Now, I may find something every once in a while that I may want to kickstart, or somebody may, you know, send me the odd review copy, like Fantastic Heroes and Witchery here, and uh, Epis and Sorcerie, which came in the same bundle that I reviewed. And I just, you know, I reviewed them, stick them on the shelf. And I may pull them down again. Like, I pulled down Vigilante City. Survived this Vigilante City from Bolt Games. I'm going over it because I want to do a YouTube review on the, the next two books. And I'm just falling I'm falling in love with it again. And yeah, I've got that. I've got other stuff. Like, I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, about 12 compo books there of different game systems and worlds plus i've got about 10 in the garage that i just bought they're blank that i just bought and just stockpiled them you know i don't know if i'm ever going to use them and and other things like that of course big bag of dice and all this stuff so, but how do you how do you what do you do now what do you do when you're collecting you pretty much gotten everything you want I know there's always new stuff. Like I said, I know there's always new stuff coming out. And, you know, if anybody wants to send me review copies, fine. I'll review it. No problem. But I don't go looking for... I don't... I would cruise half-price books. We have three of them in the Oklahoma City area here. Two in Oklahoma City, one in Edmond, where I am. And I would cruise those regularly. 
And you know what? I got at least two-thirds of my collection from half-price books. And that was over the last 10 years, I'd say. Yeah. You know, back when half-price books really had deals where I could really get stuff that they didn't know about that I could just like, ho, 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 this is good type of thing. But at the po- I'm you know I'm at the point with my DVDs too although it's picked up a bit with with these boutique titles out here but I'm not going to get into my movies and TV shows just gaming stuff itself I mean someday I'm going to pass and I'm going to pass these on to my grandchildren and I really should sit down and just take stock of what I have now how can you do that if you you got a collection like mine I know there's people out there that are worse than me. They've got, you know, multiples of things, and I only usually have one of something, unless I have a good reason to have more than one. Like, I've got three copies of Isle of Dread. I've got a beat-up copy I use. I've got a decent copy I have here, and I've got a, and they're both the red cover, but I do have a blue cover that I do hang on to because, you know, that's the, the other edition. But, you know, I have to have a reason to keep more than one thing. Sometimes that's all I can find. But anyway, anyway, cataloging stuff. You should really sit down and catalog it. I cataloged my Judges Guild stuff once, but that went way out of date. I wasn't keeping track of it. So how you catalog, you do a a number of ways. Uh, And most of mine involve computers. Because one, you can go on like RPG Geek and catalog them that way. Say, I have this, I have that, and the other. You have your own collection. I haven't updated that thing in years. I'd have to go through everything I have and put it down. You know what I'm saying? I would do it as probably a database. And you can get as granular as you want with a database. I don't know how granular I would would get, but I would have like a column for... If there's, like, you know, TSR has numbers and, you know, like, here, Isle of Dread, TSR 9043, X1. So you have Isle of Dread here. And, you you know, I have a column for, like, this is the X series, this is the numbers, this is the title. And if you want to go even more granular than that, you can put, like, okay, Date of publication, how many pages it is. Especially if you're doing stuff like the old first edition stuff. I have a first printing of Deities and Demigods. But I have uh, something like an 11th printing of the Player's Handbook or Dungeon Master Guide or whatever. I don't know if I'd put that... In that case, I would put that down. But most of the stuff I have, I don't have to put that down. Because, you know... I when I looked at my when I look at my collection, it all seems to be falling under the same categories: fantasy, superheroes, other, I'm, with a little bit of horror. I've got a I've got a chill box set in there, you know. I got like Marvel superheroes and champions and villains and vigilantes and etc. 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 You know, that's the supers. I've got a few oddities, like I kept all the teenage mutant, the Palladium Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and other strangeness stuff. That's I used to have a complete set of Palladium that wasn't Rifts or Robotech. 
because I refused to collect those. One, they didn't interest me, and interest me, and two, they're just too much of it. I mean, riffs will just drive you crazy. You know, I gotta, I gotta be able to to granulate these things. Plus, I got other things like Savage Worlds, which is a universal system. I've got two Ger- the two main GURPS books. And some of it I just keep for, and then and then there's the supplements and all this other stuff like my Encyclopedia Magica over there. I'm looking at Van Richten's Guide, uh, Monster Hunters, whatever it is, the big book, and other things like that. That you can do on a spreadsheet. That you can do on Excel or something like that. And I probably do it the same way I do my Mill Creek movies. Now I've got okay. What I would probably do is do several several tabs, my main collection and other, or something like that. Because I look at my DVDs. All right, I'm going to talk about my DVDs for a minute. I look at my DVDs, and I've got them organized. I've got a big shelf behind me, which has all my movies in alphabetical order, with the criterion separated. And they're also separated by regular DVDs and Blu-ray. Over here on my cinder block shelf... The first, the top row is stuff I can't fit anywhere else, like my Phase 1 Marvel Cinematic Universe shield box set, a couple of 200 features Mill Creek sets, and my Abinicus, the complete Abbott and Costello Universal stuff. So those are up there just, and it looks nice. So in the middle, I got my Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck. So on the top shelf, I have, those are all my movie box sets. And the second shelf is all my television box sets. And the bottom, about a shelf and a half of my Mill Creek stuff. And what I mean by Mill Creek stuff is this is those 50 movie, 100 movie, you know, sets that they put out. And I just get a kick out of watching because it's like having a grindhouse theater in my house. Because, and I'm still going through them. I'm still looking at them. And, you know, because I have a lot of, you know, like 50 musicals, chilling classics we have here, uh, horror classics, comedy, uh, two sci- 250 movie sci-fi sets, those big, those bricks that you you be able to buy. Uh, spaghetti westerns over here. I got one of Peplum, sword and sandal stuff. And a couple of, like, Iron Fist Frenzy and Martial Arts. Oh, you know, 250 movie martial arts stuff. You know, Chop Saki stuff. And those I keep in a database. The, the junky ones, <laughs> which is funny. Because my other stuff, I, my other DVDs I keep on Film Aficionado. And I think I've got DVD Profiler. And I have a running total of my good stuff. But these... These cult B movie stuff that all that other stuff, I put on a a uh, I use LibreOffice, put it on their spreadsheet, and I mark them in purple after I watch them because there are so many movies there I can't keep track. Anyway, that's the kind of thing you should be doing. I do with my collection, my my game collection, because being being on a website is nice, but websites tend to go away sometimes. I had there was I can't remember there was a DVD website out there that had my complete collection. I'm, I loved that thing because it kept a running total with something which DVD aficionado doesn't do a running total of what how much I paid for each disc and how much it's worth. So that's something else you might think of think about too, what you paid for it and how much it's worth. 
So, like I said, I'm talking to the guys who have huge collections of games like I do. And that's just a few of the things that you should you should go buy. I just patterned it after my, my DVD collection, my Blu-ray DVD. Anyway, anyway, I got to go start my day. So, if you want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. And if anybody ever wants to see my DVD and Blu-ray collection, I can send a link to my DVD aficionado page. I think you'd like it. Not as big as most, but hey, you'd like it. But anyway, I digress. We are also, we are also, I'm also monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help me support, help support this program. And I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. You guys are great. Don't forget Dan Gregg's the Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognard podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast, and Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diary. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.